This is Serenade Radio with the best in easy listening. Now here's Mark Stein with Stein's Song of the Week. Hey, you know, everybody's talking about the good old days, right? So why don't we uh, try to remember? Hey, you know, everybody's talking about the good old days, right? Everybody, the good old days, the good old days. Well, let's talk about the good old days. Come to think of it as, as bad as we think they are, these will become the good old days for our children. Hmm. But why don't we uh, try to remember that kind of September when, when life was slow and, and oh, so mellow. remember and if you remember then follow Gladys Knight and a number four hit in Britain from 1975. You know, everybody's sung that song and nobody made the UK charts until Gladys figured out the secret is not to sing it at all. Nevertheless, we have to maintain some standards here at Stein's Song of the Week, and one of them is that the minimum entry qualification is that at some point the words of the lyric have to be sung to the notes of the tune. Try to remember the kind of September When life was slow and oh so mellow Try to remember the kind of September When grass was green and grain was yellow Try to remember the kind of September When you were a young and callow fellow Try to remember, and if you remember, then follow, follow. Harry Belafonte, he does that callow fellow line very nicely, which is one of my favorite lines in the song. It's not a rhyme, it's just vowel sounds playing like echoes in your memory. Callow, fellow, yellow, billow, willow, hollow, harry, bellow, fonty, mellow. It's unusual. No other song quite like it. On the other hand, in the second verse, tender and remember is just a bum rhyme. Try to remember When life was so tender That no one wept Except the willow Try to remember When life was so tender That dreams were kept Beside your pillow Try to remember When life was so tender That love was an ember About to billow Or try to remember 
And if you remember, then follow, follow, follow me. Barry Maguire, he had a huge hit with Eve of Destruction. The Billboard Hot 100 wise try to remember was pretty much an act of self-destruction. Deep in December It's nice to does it beautifully there. Deep in December It's nice to remember The fire of September That made us mellow Deep in December Our hearts should remember And follow Paddy Page, who was a neighbor of mine here in New Hampshire in the last years of her life, she had a fine stand of maple trees on her farm, and so she made and sold maple syrup, as many of us do here in the Granite State. Patty had an advantage in that her maple syrup sang to you when you unscrewed the cap, her fabulous voice struck up a version of Old Cape Cod all about her maple syrup. I still have a bottle of it, drained of syrup, but she still sings from it. So deep in December, I try to remember the snow will follow, and after that, it's maple sugaring season, and Paddy Page sings to my breakfast pancakes. Try to Texas, a long way from Wales. Uh, but more importantly, where was that song born? 
Well, it comes from the longest-running musical of all time, and if you're saying, what's that, Cats, Les Mis, South Pacific, Choo Chin Chow? No, the longest-running musical was a long-lived show, but a very small show, The Fantastics. Try to remember, and if you remember, then follow. tell you a few things you may want to know before we begin the play. Uh, first of all, the characters. A boy, a girl, two fathers. It is hard to know which is most important or how it all began. The boy was born, the girl was born, they grew up quickly, went to school, became uh, shy in their own ways and for different reasons. Ricardo Montalban setting up the plot, which is based on an old Edmond Rostand play from 1894, transferred to America with the above-mentioned boy and girl and their supposedly feuding fathers living side by side. And this record-breaking, long-running show played not on Broadway or in the West End, but in a very small 150-seat theatre called the Sullivan Street Playhouse on Sullivan Street in Greenwich Village. It's what they call off-Broadway or as they say in Britain, fringe theatre. Uh, and if you don't really know off-Broadway, there is a degree of truth in how Alan Sherman, the Hello Mother, Hello Father guy, explains it. It's a most unusual play Feel like throwing my tickets away Cause the boy gets the boy and the girl gets the girl And it's way too far off Broadway It's a most unusual plot Which I've either blocked out or forgot I don't know what it means But they all wear blue jeans And they scratch themselves quite a lot There's no scenery There's no lighting There's no costumes Oh, what art If they're only were no house lights, I would sneak up the aisle and depart. <laughs> there's no scenery, there's no lighting, there's no costumes. Oh, what are? There was an element of that in the Fantastics. The set cost 900 bucks. The sun and moon were pieces of cardboard hung from a pole on the stage. You can get away with a lot of that in an intense, intimate play, but it's different in a musical where audiences have expectations of a certain size. Nevertheless, in the 50s, the Thrupney Opera, Mac the Knife and the rest of the gang, and a revival of Leave It to Jane by Guy Bolton, P.G. Woodhouse and Jerome Kern had been big hits off-Broadway. And the thought was that it might be possible to start a brand new musical in a little theatre in Greenwich Village. Here am I, long ago when I was a callow fellow, with the producer of The Fantastics, a man who, in order to save costs, played one of the characters himself, one of those feuding fathers I mentioned. You don't see big-shot Broadway producers doing that. 
And he played not just for a couple of nights or a couple of weeks, but for a then world record-breaking 6,348 performances, or about 17 years. What's more, to save the show in its first three months, he sank his life savings into the Fantastics just to keep it afloat. Meet Laurie Noto. It was desperately uh, losing money, and I had no other commitment at the time except what I felt to the work. And personally, I believed that if this kind of theater could not be accepted by uh, theater-going people, I would probably have to look elsewhere for uh, a future or a career. And so it was more a question of survival than anything else. The other thing that's interesting, and it makes the success all the more remarkable, is that you're not a man with a background in musicals. You weren't even terribly interested in musicals. In fact, you'd only ever seen one in your life before you did the Fantastics. That's true. Um, I had seen that way back in the 40s during the war when I was in the Merchant Marine. The USO gave me a ticket once to see um, Rogers and Hart, I believe, the Yankee and King Arthur's Court, some name something like that, with an old cowboy actor named Dick Ferran. Thou swell, thou witty, thou sweet, thou grand, wouldst kiss me pretty, wouldst hold my hand, for thine eyes are cute to what they do to me. Hear me holler, I choose a sweet lullaby in thee. I'd feel so rich in a heart for two, two rooms and kitchen. I'm sure would do. Give me just a plot of not a lot of land. And thou swell, thou witty, thou grand. That was the only music I ever saw, and I enjoyed it. But technically, my background has always been the classics, and uh, I sensed in this work a great deal of the roots of theater. It had uh, the French romantic style, it had uh, burlesque and vaudeville, and the grand theater of the, of the Shakespearean uh, material. And it was so substantial that I believe that uh, it had to uh, ultimately uh, be accepted. It also had wit, uh, which you don't find very often in the theater anymore. Take me there. Where? To the parties, to the world! But I'm a bandit. There's a price upon my head. Oh, I was hoping that there would be. You and I, us together. Yes, dancing forever and forever. Round and round till the break of day. Candles glow, fiddles play. Why not be wild if we feel that way, reckless and terribly gay? Throughout the run of the show, we've been very successful in certain kinds of accidents that occur elsewhere, strikes, or hotel strikes, theater strikes, just as we seem to be going under, this lifesaver of some other problem arises and comes toward us and saves our neck and we survive. And we have a very tiny house, and 
uh, 75 people deciding to bring one person sells us out, and that is a, an important factor in our survival. The other thing, of course, is they do know the songs, because for an off-Broadway production, it's actually produced standards with things like Try to Remember and Soon It's Gonna Rain. I mean, Try to Remember has been recorded innumerable times, and Barbara Streisand seems to have recorded at one time or another most of the other songs from the score. Well, her first uh, introduction to the um, nightclub audience that I saw at the Bonsoir, her opening here, uh, which was actually the first album. She began uh, a piece uh, that went something like, My Name is Barbara, which had been written for by Leonard Bernstein. And then she segued immediately into, I'd like to swim in a clear blue stream. And it was a very exciting moment, actually. And from that, her career uh, went skyward, of course. I'd like to swim in a clear blue stream where the water is icy cold then go to town in a golden gown and have my fortune told just once, just once, just once before I go, I'd like to be not evil, but a little worldly upon the eyes. Barbara Streisand liked the score of the Fantastics, so much so that she recorded every standalone song in the show except Try to Remember. Soon it's gonna rain, I can see it. Soon it's gonna rain, I can tell. and record Try to Remember. Well, for a start, everybody else was stampeding to the studio to do it. And in those days, Barbara had a preference for songs nobody else bothered with. But she also, I think, deduced that there is something a little sex-specific about the number. Don Black told me that he thought his song Born Free lost a little something when it was not a male singer singing it. And Julie Stein told me he thought Time After Time lost everything when a woman sang it. These are unquantifiable calculations, but if I did have to write a list of favourite versions of Try to Remember and setting aside Gladys Knight's spoken proclamation, it would be a while before I got to the first chanteuse. 
And that would probably be this lady, because she sings almost anything, but the song's faintly otherworldly quality especially suits her style. Nana Muscuri. Try to remember the kind of September when life was slow and oh so mellow. Try to remember the kind of September when grass was green and the grain was yellow. Try to remember the kind of September when you This song has become identified with the show, and I wondered if you could explain to us how this works in the play. Well, it's a circle. He's saying, in effect, the narrator of the show as it begins, let's all slow down. Let's take it easy. You're out there in the world, and you have all this hustle and bustle, and you have this mania, stress and strain. Let's all take it easy, and let's try to follow along. Let's see if we can maybe shape up a story or a statement for you. And that's what Try to Remember primarily is. Try to remember the kind of September when life was slow and all so mellow. Try to remember the kind of September when grass was green and grain was yellow. Circular situation, a cycle repeating itself, just as the four seasons, which are an important part of the uh, writer's uh, concept, Mr. Jones and Mr. Schmidt, have both come from small areas out in Texas. And uh, Tom Jones' father was a farmer, and the seasons are an important part of uh, their sense of the world. Uh, and you know, you could see the, the mind of the isolated uh, to a New Yorker. Texas is isolated, and you can see him thinking about beyond that road, there must be a better world or an opportunity. So that's what a try to remember means to so many people. It just goes deeply within their psyche, and of course it happens to be beautiful music. Uh, I've never tired of any of the material in the show. Uh, it's so soundly composed musically, and the lyrics are rather intelligent.
things about the Fantastics had been that the authors fought very hard for the idea of theatrical songs. Try to Remember is in itself a kind of a standard, structured song, the so-called popular song. But basically, they went on and did material that was primarily conceived for the stage. Deep in December, it's nice to remember, although you know the snow will fall. Deep in December, it's nice to In the original production, Jerry Orbach, from whom all other versions follow, follow, follow. There are not many show songs that spend their first half century being sung more or less exactly the way they're done on stage. Is there any other way? This is a chap called Richard Derbyshire. Former lead singer of Living in a Box. He did multiple variations of Try to Remember because it was the advertising jingle of the French coffee brand Cout Noir. I don't mind the coffee, not so sure about the jingle. Okay, that's enough of that. As Twiggy remarked in a related and near-contemporaneous context, not on your Van Nelly. And yet that is the nearest the song has come to a successful dramatico-musical deployment in the United Kingdom, because in this country, the world's longest-running musical flopped. And Laurie Noto regretted that all his long life. In New York, the original production of The Fantastics opened on May the 3rd, 1960. It closed over four decades later on January the 3rd, 2002, after 17,162 performances. For purposes of comparison, the West End production of Les Miserables will have to run another decade to catch up. A lot of stars on their way up passed through the Fantastics in those 42 years. Liza Minnelli, F. Murray Abram, Glenn Close, Elliot Gould was in the show at the time he was married to Barbara Streisand and she was recording all the songs. The Fantastics ran for almost half a century and yet retained a very youthful spirit and childlike wonder, even as its most famous song was about a long-ago memory and the effort required to hold it, as the lyric instructs us, we have to try to remember. 
I mentioned that Paddy Page was my New Hampshire neighbour. I could have done a whole show on versions of this song by Friends and Neighbours. A couple of years back, I spent a delightful ten days on a Mexican cruise with Ed Ames, formerly of the Ames Brothers. He tried to sell me on Lady Gaga's version of Lady is a Tramp, and I had the pleasure of telling him how much I liked this record. Deep in December, it's nice to remember, although you know the snow. A song from me to you, Ed Ames, with music by Harvey Schmidt, words by Tom Jones. Laurie Noto gave his life to the Fantastics in July 2002, six months after the show closed, he died. If you're ever in New York, don't bother looking for the Sullivan Street Playhouse. Somehow, in a city where you need 57 permits to do anything, they managed to tear down a handsome Greek Revival row house and replace it with some truly hideous glass-fronted condos. We try to remember because memory is the last place it lives. Stein's Song of the Week was presented by Mark Stein and produced for Serenade Radio by Brian Savin.